Well, all right. Episode one, we are going to take off on this journey of discovering what it's like to be a Christian in a world that's hell bent against it. Um, so I think if we're going to start anywhere, it should probably be in the beginning. And if you're going to understand, if we are going to understand what it's like to be a Christian, we must understand what a Christian is. Um, there is no uh, prayer that you pray that makes you automatically a Christian. Um, I know many of us have grown up in church um, hearing about something called the sinner's prayer. It's a fantastic tool. Hear me say that first. It's a really good tool. I use it, okay? But it's not the prayer. Uh, that prayer didn't come up out until like the 1800s. Right? You won't see any examples of that in Scripture. And what you will see in Scripture is a turning and a following of a new way of life. And so if we're going to understand this new way of life, we understand that the foundation of it is found in Scripture. Scripture is the foundation of a Christian's walk, um, of their life. We are rooted, we are grounded in Scripture. Um, if you are not um, passionate about reading Scripture, then I would ask you to do what I did about, I don't know, 10 years ago. I asked God, and every time I would pray, I would pray, God, please give me a passion for the Bible. Um, let me fall in love with with reading it and, and learning from it. And I'll be honest with you, he answered it. And it's to the point now where the Bible is really the only book that I read. Um, I read a lot. I think about it all the time. Um, so ask that. Pray to God that that would happen to you. So in the Christian worldview, um, we have to start at the very beginning. Understand that the first three chapters of Genesis are prime reality for us. It's our worldview, and it, it's that Elohim spoke, and all of physical existence came into be, all right, except for humanity. That's the only part of creation that he molded together with his hands. Um, it's beautiful and that that has happened. Um, we look at, at verse 26 of, of Genesis chapter 1, and he says, then Elohim says, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So that says that we, that man is like God, that we, that we represent God here on this earth. Um, you know, a lot of times you'll hear people talking about the Ten Commandments and they'll say, well, you can't take the Lord of the, the name of the Lord in vain. And I understand, you know, when someone says uh, God or something like that and they're not speaking to him, that's kind of the defined term for taking the name in vain. But it's so much deeper than that. It's do not represent me falsely. So don't bear my image in vain is what that command is actually about. So we within ourselves hold the very image of Elohim. And we can shine that onto the world. Um, Genesis chapter 2, it goes into more of an in-depth um, look at the creation of man. And then Genesis chapter 3 is the fall. Um, now, we don't know how much time lapsed between Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 3, right? We don't know. Um, if you just read straight through, it seems like God created us in the very next day. We, we sinned and, and turned over our dominion, but that may not be the case, right? There may be a, a time gap here um, that goes between these chapters. We don't know how long Adam and Eve are in the garden. So the fall is where humanity has taken the dominion that God gave us 
on this earth, and we abdicated that throne and gave it to God's arch enemy, um, known as Satan or the opposer, right? Um, so this is when he comes in and breaks what God has put together uh, through sin. So this is the inauguration of depravity um, in, in mankind. You can read Romans 5. It goes along with that. Um, but you're going to notice here that Adam and Eve were not tempted by evil. They didn't know what evil was. So you have to look at verse 5, and you'll see that they were actually tempted by a good thing. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 5, it says, For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So what's the purpose of bearing his image? The purpose of bearing his image is to be like God. So Satan tempted Adam and Eve with being like God. So it was a very easy thing to fall into. Um, the Kind of the purpose, you know, they were walking in the evening in the cool of the night with God and learning about him and learning how to represent him and, and falling in love with him and, and trying to be like him. And then this Satan comes in and he offers a shortcut to be like God without having to put in all the work, which is exactly the same thing that he does today. It's fun. Uh, there's nothing new under the sun, guys. It's the same, same attack from this guy. Um, so they eat the fruit. They go on. Uh, verse 9 here, Elohim comes down to the garden, and he asks a, a positional question. Um, where are you? In verse 9, he says uh, that that question really speaks to the broken fellowship between Adam and Eve and, and God. So sin came in and it corrupted every aspect of human nature. It, it, correct, it corrupted our intellect, our emotions, our will. Um, it, it abdicated our dominion to the enemy. And sin also brought alienation. Um, it alienated us from ourselves. Um, it alienated us from God. It's alienating the, the genders and the animals and nature and all of life was has been alienated now, alienated from each other because of human sin. So that right there, guys, that's prime reality. God created. There's so much more than just this physical realm that you see around you. There's the spiritual realm that is the true and actual reality the physical is just a reflection of god's glory so that you, the scriptures speak of of creation singing his glory and uh and that's that's what it is it's it's pointing to prime reality this is not real okay in the truest sense of the word what you see around you is not real it is truly the battle between the kingdom of god and the city of man so look at genesis three fifteen. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So he shall bruise your head. That's the resurrection. Um, you bruising his heel. That's the crucifixion. This is known in theological circles as the proto evangelion, right? If you want to impress your friends? You can use a big word. It means first gospel. This is the first time in all of scripture that the, gospel is mentioned the rightful king is going to come and invade this enemy territory and save those that are his it's beautiful so really the first six chapters of genesis or first i'm sorry the first 11 chapters of genesis really talk about primeval history um, that is um, how bad it can get without god here and so then what does God do? This is when the king announces 
his invasion plan. Okay, so he's told us in Genesis three fifteen that he's going to invade and he's going to take care take care of business. Right? He's gonna he's gonna come get come get us. Um, so the first eleven chapters you have you have the flood, you have the fall, and you have the Tower of Babel. Right? The Tower of Babel, uh, Genesis five and Genesis chapter six. Um, is that no? I'm sorry. Genesis five and six is the flood, but Genesis ten and eleven. Uh, Genesis 6, Genesis 11, those are highly important chapters in the Bible. Um, we will do a whole podcast in the future probably on those two chapters. Um, that will really help you understand what is actually going on around you. Uh, but in, uh, So we have the, uh, the fall, the flood, and then we have the Tower of Babel uh, where he confuses the languages. And then the Bible shifts directions. We meet in Genesis chapter 12. A man named Abram and Genesis chapter 12 the first three verses read like this now the Lord said to Abram go from your country and from your kindred your father's house to the land that I will show you and when I'll make of you a great nation I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing I will bless you those who bless you and him who dishonors you I will curse and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed all right, so the rest of Scripture from Genesis chapter 12, verse 4, all the way into the very last verse in Revelation, that is unpacking those three verses that God has chosen Abraham. He's going to make him a great nation. Um, he's going to bless the other nations because of the nation that he becomes. And there's, a, there's national promises, there's international promises there. Um, the promise of God is that he is going to invade through the lineage of a man named Abram. And that is the story of how Christianity views kind of everything began. So what does it mean now that our people have been created in Abraham? So what I mean by that is God has chosen Abraham uh, to make a nation unto himself. Uh, it becomes known as the nation of Israel. Um, the Old Testament is the story of that nation. It's a beautiful story of the nation. And then we come into the New Testament where we have the culmination of that nation when the person and work of Jesus Christ. And so to be a Christian is to hold the truths of Scripture um, as absolute truth, unwavering truths that God created and that he has started a rescue plan for us. So let's define being a Christian. Being a Christian for me is defined best in Galatians 2.20, where Paul writes that I am crucified with Christ, and nevertheless I live, but not I, but Christ that lives in me. So to be a Christian is to understand that when we follow the way of Christ, we set ourselves aside completely and allow Christ to live through us by loving God and loving others. Those are the, most, those are the two fundamental rules of Christianity. So I want you to spend some time this week. Um, look into the story of our people. Uh, look into Abraham. Look into creation. Go to the first 11 chapters of Genesis and see just how bad it can get without the Father's influence in our lives. Um, and then we will continue our journey going deeper uh, in our next podcast. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. And uh, we'll see you down the road. God bless you.